0: i'm trying to, to listen for after, after he says after he says i'm <laughs> gonna say something okay
1: but i'm saying something before brody okay if the thing but i do know that i'm, I'm with with. Is why you gonna, gonna say, say i some have something why to why say, you just, say just spit it out wait, out. wait i can't can I say something first and it's to too busy, to busy saying something. i'm trying to say one
2: thing. will you just spit it out troy <laughs> filibuster yeah.
1: podcast. That's our song. Welcome to the filibuster podcast. Um, this uh, Troy. All right, I'm just joking, guys. Welcome to Cinematographologically speaking, we have Troy recently watched no. a movie called no. The Castle. Uh, it's a 1997. Hanukkah film and I'm not talking about the holiday baby I'm talking Mikhail Hanukkah our our one of our faves one of our old pals
0: Michelle Hinkanki. Michelle Hockajanka are we in Hanukkah right now by the way
1: uh yes Hanukkah has begun so this is
0: this is the Hanukkah Coincidentally, podcast.
1: this is our Hanukkah podcast yeah
0: yeah and after that we'll have a Christmas and then we're podcast. gonna have
1: our Christmas special Hanukkah doesn't get a special. Yeah. It just gets Light
3: the menorah! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'll be five dollars. Latkas
3: and dreidels, everyone! <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: anyway, so, we watch The Castle. Of course, it's an adaptation of Kafka's The Castle. And, uh, you know, let's see who's up. Who's up first here? It's John.
2: Um... So this movie, let me tell you, I like I liked the movie. I I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was, I thought it was. Uh, I was not like I may be committing cringe here. I may be, I may be, in the wrong here, but I um, I mean I wasn't I wasn't uh, super like crazy moved by it the way that I am by certain other Hanukkah films, but. Um, definitely a super cool movie. I did like it a lot. The whole vibe is super interesting. Like the whole tone is just, uh, super particular and super like focused. It feels. And, um, I don't know. I don't know anything about Kafka. So let me, let me just say that I've never read anything by Kafka. So I I can't speak to the, the, um, the accuracy of the the adaptation Are you with and the term spirit Kafka-esque? I am I am I am, but okay. I didn't actually really know know what that meant.
3: Yeah, that's good enough. You don't need to read them anymore. Yeah, like Elon but the, um, Musk. Elon Musk knows what knows what. musk ask. <laughs> Elon Musk made a tweet.
1: Did he? he really? Kafka so, so did Richard
3: yeah. Richard Dawkins. Nice.
2: He said something about like the metamorphosis and how it shouldn't how it's stupid or something uh, um, oh my god, a, oh my god. A good... <laughs> if that was this actually was like, the tweet that's so funny yeah no it was like pretty recent he was like i don't understand the metamorphosis it's so stupid and doesn't mean anything
3: oh
0: <laughs> there's a good is, yeah. that's, that's awesome
3: there's a good onion that's video so, that's so brain dead there's a
1: good onion video have you seen it Stephen? where it's like the airport it's a kafka airport
3: i i think so Isn't yeah, very yeah funny
2: but um either way um i enjoyed the i enjoyed the film I, I i enjoyed living in this in this uh little hell world for the two full hours you know like I really it really got to feeling like uh the kind of going nowhere feeling was uh pretty awesome just like him living in this in this hell world with the with the bureaucratic castle problems or whatever
3: i don't know but yeah i like the movie yeah it it's so funny you say him living in that world you son of a bitch because that's you that's literally you clearly this
0: guy's never been to the dmv
3: clearly this guy has never opened his eyes in society tm (laughs) and seen how society tm treats him yeah tm (laughs) um no, I I agree with the takes. I was. It's not like a particularly moving movie or book. It's cool that it makes you. It definitely felt like a book made movie. So like I feel like it was super true to the source material, and I think Hanukkah really wanted to accomplish that, and I think that's pretty cool. I don't think I've ever seen such an insanely book to film, like port. You know, it feels like he just ported it to the film medium, but there was, you know, Hanukkah wanted it to be a Kafka movie, not Hanukkah's movie interpretation of Kafka. You know, like it seems like that's what he's trying to do, which is cool. Laudable. (laughs) Also, it was a TV movie originally, which Mm -hmm. may be worth mentioning. There's something interesting about that. I don't know. Um, And overall, I liked it. Uh, Made me laugh multiple times i think the humor came through visually better than i was imagining it because there's scenes in the book that are clearly absurd but don't come across as as i come across as as funny at least they didn't to me but like i think they are meant to be funny and i think kafka meant them to be funny and i think hanukkah captured them visually and made them funny um which is cool like laugh out loud funny all right yeah i thought this was pretty good dude It was, uh,
0: I was thinking, it was like, oh, me and Hanukkah don't have beef with this one. Because usually we always got beef. But I was thinking, because I haven't read the book, I was wondering to what extent am I just enjoying Kafka and to what extent am I enjoying Hanukkah? And I don't know, I guess knowing that it's like a direct port changes things a little bit and explains why I didn't really have any, like I wasn't like, what the fuck is this? fucking hanukkah so evil, <laughs> and i was waiting for him the part where like he was gonna like look at the film and, and say you're watching a movie by the way and then fucking say i'm so smart and then <laughs> okay sorry and i guess that's it
1: <laughs> yeah i'm with steven i am i think uh it definitely is. Like a port is a good way to think about what I think Hanukkah saw his job as, and I think he did a really, really good job. Um, yeah, it, it sucks because I don't. I, it didn't like. Uh, I didn't find it to be like incredible, or you know, I didn't have like a real connection with it, or all the things that are usually associated with. A great story um yeah so i don't know i think my general take is like i enjoyed it for sure and then uh but but most of that is like pretty much just having to do with uh how well it was executed and how well it captured the uh the kafka-esque you know in atmosphere but i'm not really like hyped on it uh in terms of like you know any kind of personal excitement or connection and things like this oh literally me yeah maybe not so much
0: i felt that way i felt literally me moments tons of times kafka well
3: got you guys kafka, you guys have been kafka good you've been kafka good you got clogged
4: yeah, cough, you guys have been cough clogged. You've been Linched. cough clogged. You
3: guys have been pinched. Pinched. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just didn't get it. Probably. <laughs> take take every take every like that was that's me moment and flip that and just say no that's not me the part I don't see as me is me and then now you're talking about me now you're talking about me
0: like you is in Steven or me is in no myself. like me is
3: in the capital me team. Okay.
0: Literally called the casual never
3: see
2: any castle wait That's, yeah. what the heck <laughs>
4: oh, i yeah, thought yeah that a
2: castle this that, whole time that was one thing i was really impressed with is the um the lack of um schloss creating of world visually you know <laughs> yeah. like the lack of like uh like oh he li- like i don't know just the whole look of everything um I don't know, you never doubt that there's more going on beyond the frame or that the castle, like, isn't there. Like, the, like you know the castle's there and stuff, and yet you never, like, I don't know, you just, you never look at anything of, like, the scenery, really, besides, like, the, the buildings still look, I mean, they still look good, you know, like, on the the inside of the buildings look great, but yeah. But I was just and impressed the with the... Snow in between. Yeah, when the yeah and the snow is so good. But I was just so impressed with, like, just how simple and small scale and obviously inexpensive the visual was, you know, and, and, and how much you still felt like transported or put placed inside the, the environment in the world. Yeah. Very good vibes of a world consisting of interiors
1: that all belong to various people or forces. And like, the place between interiors is just super inhospitable cannot be survived for long etc and so you know you can't just can't just leave you can't make it on your own it's not like a man in nature rather the opposite yeah man versus society man versus society which is literally me which is literally uh
0: i'm Elon. i'm i'm man versus <laughs> okay i'm man i'm man versus hanukkah no I'm man versus food.
2: <laughs> steven that's uh that's trademark
3: what we're
2: gonna have to cut that oh, out fuck
3: what's his name adam drive no, no. yeah it's adam, yeah, adam it's driver. driver yeah is it? No, <laughs> adam no, driver's man versus food. yeah who it's i was gonna say adam and levina it is <laughs> Isn't it, adam driver is uh is a uh, it's levine driver is is Adam Driver Mythbusters? No. Well, no, wait, Adam Driver. Named? No,
1: Adam Driver is Marriage Story, is the Star Wars. Oh, is... yeah,
3: Adam Driver. Right, of course. He's the horse. Who's, who's, You're right about Adam. A...
1: Man vs. Food is Adam. Um...
3: What's his name? Adam. <clears throat> it's Levine Driver. <laughs> and then who's the. Uh, who's, uh... <laughs> wait, wait. Who's the Mythbusters Adam. Savage. Adam, Adam? Savage. Adam Savage. Savage.
1: That should have been the Man vs. Food. So okay. True. His name but is anyways, Adam
3: Rickman. Uh, to
2: bring it, let's reel it back. Richmond? In. Thank you, Rickman. Richmond? Richmond. In. I don't know. Rich man. Bring
3: Let's bring it back. All right. The castle. What does it mean? You know, the big others. Right. You know, am, am I gonna walk out here and whip out whip out my big boy giant round glasses and and start fucking vomiting? No, I'm gonna tell you this movie has no point.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, this movie has no point. And the whole point is there's no point.
1: What, this movie, there, solved.
3: what does this movie have
1: to say about women? Obviously, we were all thinking the same thing. Doesn't pass the Bechdel <laughs> test. But, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, what does it say about women? Are they just, uh, are they just, are they like essentially, uh, you know, the best? The women want the phallus. The women want the
3: phallus. Is the castle the phallus? That's really what they all want. Kind of the castle. The castle's related. So is clam, clam or cram, cram, clam, cram, clam, clam. cram with an L. No, no, no. I, no. I believe it's an L. I think it's clam. It's clam. Is it? It is right. Crayon? Yeah. It's clam. It's the him. Plum. And then <clears> the <throat> shoes. And then, uh... and then uh... <laughs> what's her name? The woman. What's her name? Oh, uh, something. What's her name? <laughs> what's her name? <laughs> What's her name <laughs> anyone I <gotta> <laughs> all, all right remember. that's okay the 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 woman who leaves clam service clam isn't it interesting that she so quickly gets with the inspector? isn't that kind of interesting? why'd she do it? What does that mean? What does that symbolized guys
1: well, wasn't it revealed why hmm. she did it or something? oh why'd she do it? It's like disgust um I don't know, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that she did it in some sense because she thought it would help her get closer to the castle. Just right where everyone does. Pretty much everyone does what they do according to that. But also, there was like some sense of she wanted to run away. She wanted to get away from Clom. Right.
3: Well, not like based on their conversation. As close as possible to the schoolyard. Yeah, because
2: in the school. Yeah, because. Wait, because he says. Well, I don't remember the exact reason why, but he revealed that he had some kind of association or, or something with the castle, and she was like, "Right, oops, I guess we're, I'm going to marry you in two days or something. Yeah, he got she, with her to get uses, close to the castle. She, well, yeah. no,
3: and she uses him to get close to the castle, too. No, I thought she it's was both. trying to get away from the castle. No, she, no, 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 no. dude, she, everyone she, wants to get close to the castle. Well, how she, she, wants to get, she Because she's trying to trade up. Yeah. She doesn't like Clam much, but she's ecstatic to be at least relatively close to the castle. But there's no, no. But there's no one higher than Clam. Yes, there Ooh. is. The Clam is just a representative of the castle. He's like some bureaucratic mm. middle management representative of the castle who has ties to it. But he's not the castle. No, yeah, he's not the castle. I just he's, mean there's no one that, like that we biggest...
1: know of that's bigger than Clam.
3: Yeah, we don't... other than other than right other than the idea of getting into the castle. So she exchanges being with Klom, the known highest of the hierarchy in this situation, to try to get to the higher up by ditching him and getting with this potential that she sees in K. But it turns out that K is just a death of a salesman type character. And he's not going anywhere. He's not going up at all. He's only he's going down. He's just different. not going up. So she ends up losing everything. Gets her job back with Clam, but now she's like... Uh, she's with the young Now ball. she's even lower than she was before. At yeah. least she gets the young boy. And she... Yeah, so she, so she still wants to retain a connection to the castle because she ends up being with that servant boy, or the assistant that's appointed from the castle. So the assistant who Kay gets appointed is from the castle, yeah. even though he's so stupid. So she's willing to do... She wants to just be with anybody that is associated with the castle, a.k.a. The phallus.
0: The phallus.
1: Young book.
3: Um, yeah.
0: I liked... Uh, my- sorry. Oh, uh, I was just going to say my favorite part of the whole film was all those papers. Oh, so good. That part was so fucking awesome. It's so
3: it-
2: ridiculous. Yeah, it when felt- they start like picking up the, the cabinet, you know, yeah. and it's like on yeah. the ground and then they're like... But yeah, I was getting so anxious when they first like... Just tossed everything. Yeah, did she just starts throwing stuff on the ground? And then the guys come over and they start like just slipping on papers and stuff. I was like, yeah. oh if my it, gosh. The
0: whole thing. I don't know. So much of all that whole sequence. And not only that, but when he was just like, he's just fucking trying to figure out what to do. And he gets that letter saying, by the way, you've been doing a great job. You yeah. He's doing a great job. He's like, I had like, what the fuck? I've been trying to contact you. I've been trying to reach you. i have been trying to like mm-hmm. figure out what the hell I'm supposed to do. And now I just get this, like, you know, I thought, I thought that really summed it up quite well. And I, I really, really like those parts. This like huge, like cognitive cog in the machine, like it's all so overarching and big. And then you end up just being like lost in this whole system of like on un- being unorganized. And as you're trying to like, you know, filter your way, your way through it, like nobody, is actually anywhere close to this ethereal castle it's like nobody's ever even fucking been there and like nobody fucking cares about you because there's just more important things i guess
3: right you know what i found interesting were you you gonna say something john mine's i was gonna i was gonna
2: say i was gonna say an ex well I was gonna say so if what you're gonna say was more closely related to what Brody was gonna say, then
3: go ahead. I don't I don't know if it is, but should I just go? Go ahead. Okay. Um what I found interesting. Oh right. When he towards the end, when he leaves the schoolhouse um in the evening and he's tailed by that assistant, like the assistant follows him or whatever, and he goes to the, the house. The shoemakers? Um uh, the yeah, the shoemakers A banana house. Banana house. The, yeah, there's some. What's
1: the? It's Barnabas. something like
3: that, right? Barnabas, right? Barnabas is the boy who, like, is his messenger, yeah. right? He's trying to work to get back in the good graces of the castle. Yeah, he you was know? his first assignment. It's like, right? So it's the family who's fallen out of favor and is now trying to climb their way back up. Yes, but I found it. I f- I didn't even I understood that that woman was sort of flirting with him, you know, like. Like uh, when they're talking in the kitchen, you know, when when Kay is talking with this with this masculine-looking uh, one, summers. or the one who
1: allegedly likes him a bunch.
3: I i uh the one who's oh. talking to him more seems at the very end of their conversation to allude more explicitly to some sort of romantic interaction, right? Olga, I think was her name. Well, no, she tells, no
0: Olga
1: is the sister who likes Kay. Oh. Okay, bad,
3: bad. The, there there is there's two sisters and one of the sisters. Olga is informing him of many things. Oh, okay. And that one even expresses interest in him. Towards the end of that conversation, she has like this flirtatious vibe at the end of that conversation. Um but it's implied that he basically had an affair in that short period of time because when he leaves later, like he comes back and sees uh I forget her you know, our funny games Frida. lady. What what's her name? Frida Frida, thank you. He sees Frida, and they have some conversation. She's like, some falling out, and she's like, I've gotten with the assistant because, like, how dare you? Like, you go stay with them and, and all their lecherous things, and you do commit these acts and things like this. And it just seemed so puzzling to me because, in my mind, I don't understand what he did wrong at all, I, literally at all.
2: I, I don't think he – I mean, unless I something really went over my head that, like, it, he actually did – get with one of them i thought part of the frustration is he shows up there and she's like my sister's like into you or whatever and then and then he gets the hell out of there yeah Yeah. because he's like because he's like this is and then that is what like like i don't think i don't think he does get with her no he doesn't the
1: betrayal
2: yeah that frida is experiencing is because as
1: at other times you know, and part of this like the great machinery that Kay is like struggling to get through is the the social like all these uh, social understandings and, and and social like climates that he doesn't understand. Okay. So I'm the with betrayal you was yeah. that he's married to Frida, yet he's going to associate with Barnabas family who is basically blacklisted in this society for refusing that invitation right. at one time. And so, Frida seems, feels like he has, like, forsaken her so as to try and get himself one step closer. Like, he's betrayed her right. by associating her with Barnabas' family.
3: Yes. But it makes complete sense. The only thing that throws things off, and it's obviously intended, uh, not, not to throw one off, but to uh, draw obvious uh, allusions and connections to, but of, uh, of, like, sexual infidelity, or, like, infidelity in general... Yeah like like and then her her remarks the way the way she explains how he's um forsaken her there's i'm sure i think if we go back there's like words that are meant to while while i think you're what you're saying is absolutely right troy there's like words meant to evoke an image of an infidelity yes even though he has committed for sure you yes, know? yes, hundred percent. okay right right um, um yeah um, but I think that was a mistake, but what I'm just kidding. Sorry. Oh, okay. Good one. Thank you.
2: Um, <laughs> the, you know how he, like the, the closest he gets to the, the highest up person or whatever it is, uh, at the tannery house, you know? Yeah. The house, they're like tan- they're tanners, and it's when he's first trying to get to the castle. Innocent, yeah. and then he's mm-hmm. like, "I need a place to stay." And then there's the woman, the the mother. Yeah, the mother, and he approaches right. her for a second. Um, she's the only person we see he, that's from the castle. Yes, which I will say, I thought that the way that she was presented and stuff, like that was, uh, like that scene when he goes in the house was like, I found to be one of the more intense scenes you know when he mm-hmm. starts like approaching the woman and stuff the way it's all laid out with like the furs and stuff hanging from the ceiling and then just like grabbed and stuff i thought was yeah it was insane. really good but um um the but then later the her son is it her son or her grandson S- or something son. but he, yeah he reveals that she was exhausted for days from yeah. Saying like two words to him. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Like, I found that like just confusing.
1: I think that's exactly um, right. But also,
0: I, yeah. it's
3: I don't think it's just confusing. So even literally to put a peepee brain head on for for me, like, and this is could could clearly be wrong, but there's just some like immediate truth to that in terms of uh like I don't know like. If you invite people over and your mom is the type of woman that like has to prep for it and like wants to be let known ahead of time, uh-huh. then like, it doesn't really matter like how intensive the social interaction is or like invitation is or the, the requirement to be hospitable is just by having it at one point And then like, like it doesn't matter how simple or major it is. Like they just, they just don't want to do it again for a while, you know, um, <laughs> I don't know. That just that just seems intuitively true for a lot of people who have to be hosts, you know? Um especially to hosts to people that they don't know at all. Uh yeah. I'm not kidding. Co- I mean, yeah, that could
2: be it things. could I mean okay, I, that was just one I know other exactly I know exactly what we're talking well, about. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think sorry. But I think that um an explanation in which it like ties back to the like class distinction between them probably might make more sense just because it's like i don't know it's something it's something like it's uh oh i don't even know I don't know exactly. If I start saying it now, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to just like keep saying, I'm. it's not going to go anywhere. So I have to think about it for a second.
1: I felt like it was just saying not only she so, it's not just a status thing. It's like the way she's presented, the way we hear about it later, like she's almost biologically, like, like in every sense, she is so far above him that like interacting with him caused her like ailment. Like, uh, like her level of superiority, in some
2: sense, wait, is, is she, so grand. What's, her, it's,
3: what's the what's the superiority? Who is it? The even? mother, she's who's from the she's castle. She's from the
2: castle. That's all we know.
3: Wait, wait, wait. Which which mother are we talking the about? The mother of the with? son, who we later
1: talk to, it's when he's in the tan. He walks into the tannery, and it's basically
3: pitch black. Right, back. right. And it's so brief how long yes, he talks to the he mother. he speaks right? like a
1: couple words to her, and we later learn that she's from the castle, and she's, presenting, she's presented very uniquely... And uh, and we're told that after the just a few words that basically like she was bedridden for like three days or something. And
3: did they offer to house him that night, and he declined? No, they
1: re- physically removed him instantly. And who was it? Uh, the, the father, father and him. some other person.
3: Yeah, it's someone who recurs later on. It's a male. It's a male character that recurs at some point, right? Yeah, right, I, think, and, I think he comes yeah, he's back. Yeah, like, oh, I met you at, you at the point. yeah. Yeah, I met you at the thi- Right, right, right. Yeah yeah i would i didn't i wasn't i was just so not grounded during that arc that i didn't really like care to understand it yet in the sense that it just felt like he was being thrown out and he has. and then i believe does he s- soon after that go to the herrenhof or something like that he goes from the initial tavern to this the tannery i think and then to herrenhof is that right no idea he goes all. He goes there's a lot of places. There's a
2: lot of walking back and forth yeah. between <laughs> yeah. so, all yeah, these locations. I don't know what you mean by he goes to. Like just mean, where would like, he go next? No, where would he go next?
3: Yeah, I just mean plot-wise. How does it go sequentially? You know, he go. He he arrives at the first tavern, the whatever tavern. asks for a place to stay. Has all this like phone conversation stuff. Begins walking. He Barnab- here. Barnabas shows up and like tells him, "I'm gonna. I gotta go do this." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And then he's like, "Barnabas in the snow." <laughs> and then Barnabas is like, "I'm going there. Just a minute. Follow me." And then they walk to, to this place. Was that the tannery, or was that no, Barnabas' no, no. house? No, I
2: think I'm pretty sure he's. I thought he was trying to get to the castle, on his no, own. Yeah, but...
3: No, no, no. Bar- he he follows Barnabas somewhere. Barnabas takes him somewhere early on. Now, while anybody, if anybody cares to bother to look that up or doesn't care, that's fine. But it is so cool how much like a nightmare this is. And how if you were dreaming this, it would feel so abject and hellish and so plausible. Like it literally is... Like when, like some of my worst nightmares and some of the worst dreams like that I wake from are like when I'm just like trying to, you know, uh, get into my car and for some reason the key's not working and I just keep walking around the car for the infinite loop of the dream. And I, and I keep thinking about how I got to get somewhere. Come on, like there's (laughs) a place I got to get to. And I finally get in the car and I'm going somewhere. It's like, no, I got to get to the, you know, it's clearly like. It's just, um, that you know, the term is obviously always, like, surreal. And so, like, Kafka was, like, all surreal and stuff. But it really is. This, to me, is dreamlike. You know, nightmare-like. And, I mean, a lot of Kafka's books are like that. But uh, I find that pretty cool um, in how accurate it seems to be. Okay. I agree. Very true. Very true.
2: Very dreamlike. Very nightmarish. The whole like getting somewhere, where you're trying to get somewhere you're supposed to be, but you are totally wrong about Barnabas and the the timing or whatever of when it it's happens. Me or Steven. Um, he's just he's just trying to get to the castle, and it's
3: and he's just what? like walking. Then what?
2: Um, afterwards, I didn't even it figure that. Is it this long shot where he walks in the snow for a long time?
3: Does doesn't he walk yeah. all the way back to the tavern? Um, Does he walk all the way back to the tavern, the first tavern? I'm seeing right now. And then he gets to Barnabas. Then Barnabas yeah. takes him. Yeah, yeah.
4: I okay. Think, all right. Yeah, okay, it, do, it doesn't. He gets thrown out. He okay, gets thrown out, bad. and then he's just
2: instantly at the tavern. No, sorry. I was, I was being. I was, no, I but, was it was
3: meant to be funny by me. No, being my a my guitarist. question, <laughs> my, my question wasn't had nothing to do with like the literal sequential thing, but more like oh, I was confused as to when he ends up at the tannery, and. I also associated Barnabas with the scene that we keep referencing for the tannery. Did Barnabas lead him there?
2: No, he hasn't met Barnabas yet.
3: <laughs> How the fuck does he get to the tannery he's, again?
2: He is he. <laughs> How does he, he, he end up there? He wakes up. He wakes up on his first day in the town. He goes out,
3: and he's just in the like, tavern. He wakes up in the
2: tavern. He wakes up in the Not tavern. Not to be confused with okay. the her- Her-off, Her-off, yeah. right? Yeah, so he's the, he's wakes up in the first tavern that you ever see, the yep. first building, and yep. then he's like, all right, I'm just going to go to the castle, because right. it seems to be hard to communicate right. with him over the phone. Mm-hmm. He goes, and then it snows, and then he's tired, and so he stops at a house, and that house is the
3: tannery. Oh, he just stops there? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, no wonder they threw him out. Yeah, pretty rude. Yeah yeah pretty rude just like stopping at a house what's up with I'm the teacher a... what is, what's up with her him 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 the teacher who's her yeah. who's her well there is Way a woman broke. with the teacher yeah. but the but the teacher's also the dude they're like a couple oh, probably they're like a couple, and and the couple dude teacher? the dude is who's referred to as the teacher oh but in but in the school when when the kids all come in and stuff, there's a dude and a woman okay that come in but the woman just leads the kids into the room and then that dude like wants to scold the guy, you know, wants to like teach him a lesson. Yeah, isn't yeah. it funny how the it's so that was so funny the scene where he's just like hit like hitting the uh, the assistant who's like a grown fucking man. Yeah. yeah he's like ah, we, yeah.
4: Ah.
3: yeah, when well, yeah,
0: when he holds on. Yeah, he them, holds on.
3: He yeah. holds on his ear or something. He just yeah, holds on to their ears. I yeah. just figured that was like
0: that was just teaching back then, you know? Yeah,
3: you know, but a... it's just they're grown men, you know? It's like <laughs> yeah. stand up and get out of the room. What the yeah, fuck I, is going just, on? Yeah, the whole,
2: the whole, dude, yeah, at every point, at every point <clears throat> in the film, there is always some kind of confusion about, like, but why are they even here in the yeah. first place? Like, why are they, why, like, why don't they okay. just do literally anything else which adds to like i feel like there's this constant anxiety of like well why is this happening anyways you know that like makes it feel much more nightmarish with them being like trapped in the situation they are you know
0: yeah yeah i I mean i was oftentimes confused i thought that was just because i was like stupid or something but i was oftentimes like wait so what the hell is going on right now yeah you just kind of end up in
2: places even though there is an explanation usually for why they're in like there's a reason why they're in this there's a reason or whatever you know they're in the schoolhouse but but i mean like then it's like i
0: I was watching it like it didn't even matter i mean i've already said this but like i feel like when they're going through this bureaucratic system it's really so true i don't know if you've ever (laughs) like been on a phone loop. Where some where you're like calling somebody to get something done. You're like, hey, I need. I'm I'm trying to do reach this person. And like, oh, I'm fucking whatever. And they like shuck you off. They forward your call to someone else. And they're like, oh, fucking, I don't know. Like, and they for they keep you keep forwarding the call until you end up in like a big circle. And they people just keep getting angrier with you as you keep going in the fucking damn circle. And you don't know what the hell you're supposed to do or who you're supposed to call. Like, I don't know if this ever happened to you guys, but. That's that's what this movie well, felt like to me. I
2: mean, I've definitely been like sent back and forth between two different places to like get different forms for things before. No. And it's like, I don't know, kind of the same thing. Here's a review but... by Mr. Contrarian.
1: Boring. Kafka may have written a five-star novel, but this director certainly hasn't found a way to make it visually engaging. The assistants and women endlessly hit the same silly note. Other actors are either too what? bland or too abrupt. And we never actually see why the townspeople and authority figures behave in such odd, inconsistent ways.
3: No, no. This is a <laughs> fake a Really, review. Here's another one. Prepare that's to so die psycho, of boredom. Dude, This guy's so stupid. Poorly made film.
1: Here's a new one. Bad. Oh, Nonsense. Awesome. No story just wandered through the film and did not seem to be very cohesive in its story bad oh my god stop what do you what do you want what do you want (laughs) amazon i love reading these are are insane these are black i could not finish watching this movie not sure what time period this was taking place in and the acting was the acting was seemed very amateur maybe the story was lost in translation since it was subtitled but i could not follow it the main character (laughs) just seemed to walk in the snow and go house to house trying to get to quote the castle but could never get there or get any answers from the town's inhabitants that's needless to dude, say that's what makes it so did awesome not hold no. my
3: interest so dude, true dude, that, I, that you so know funny. what it's so true that guy's so, so right you that's know i'll tell you what
0: that guy that guy at least he got the movie yeah the guy knew that guy, what
3: happened that guy should go <laughs> sit on a richard dawkins lecture that guy that guy sounds really worldly and material and he's awesome dude he's smart he's cool yeah, I love when Marvel the people... plots have more compelling plots than this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was
2: gonna I was gonna say and that.
3: Marvel's not even that good. I was gonna say that. <laughs> um
2: I thought one of the one of my uh favorite scenes was the um when he goes back, when he's lost Frida. Oh, yeah. okay, wait. First of all. How how intense is the scene? Like how scream at your scream at your TV? Yeah. Uh, moment is it when he's uh, talking to the guy and falling asleep? That's yeah. obviously and the best scene. And, so, no, that so scene awesome. It's wait, so awesome. Wait, good.
0: Why were you screaming at your TV? Like why? Brody was it, wasn't because Brody,
1: like, Brody obviously was falling asleep himself.
3: Because because it's like fucking, well, it, he's telling you that you just have to say the word and I'll grant you anything yeah, you want. Yeah, this is anything the closest you want, he actually get gets you. to any yeah, power. Yeah. He, th- and, and, and he's falling the asleep. The castle opens <laughs> up to him and it, says, it's
4: so I will crazy. do anything for it's,
2: you. I. Don't- it's so crazy because the, the like, I felt so in his position like falling asleep you know because i mean yeah. i actually was pretty yeah. sleepy when watching it too yeah and you're so, just tired of that so, shit you're and i'm tired just like I was just, I was just i was just like i was like yeah. dude this guy is so annoying why doesn't he just leave like go talk to the guy you're supposed to talk to go like do something and then and then he's falling asleep and i'm like oh my gosh this is so long and then all of a sudden he starts all of a sudden i actually hear what he's saying and i'm like oh, oh yeah like, <laughs> like i just started like freaking yeah. out i was like okay dude you gotta wake up you gotta wake up you gotta wake up and then and then he just doesn't wake up. And then it's just yeah. so bad. Yeah, he meets the
1: first yeah. competent person in the whole movie. The only yeah. person who I seems always, to have I any have...
2: idea how to
1: communicate. And uh, like is capable it of is helping. relatively generous. Yeah, relatively generous. good spirited. Generous. And, and seems to understand yeah. the problems being faced by Kay. You know, perfectly yeah, describes that the whole Cosgaz
0: environment and all
2: this stuff. K okay, wait. Bro. And just says, I'll do anything for you. Yes. So, so wait, Birdie, did you not understand that he was offering him help?
0: Nah, so I got that he's offering him help, but I interpreted it as like another dead end. Like, and I, like, like this guy, like maybe he, like, cause he, he clearly, he, he got it, right? And then he was talking about like, but you, you know, you gotta be like honest and like forthward, and this is how you do it. And I, and then I thought to myself, like, this isn't like i feel like while he got it he didn't like fully get it in the sense that he doesn't understand like how fruitless and how dead end this whole
2: oh, system is so you thought you, you know? thought that he's just like he's like Boomer or something being like, you yeah, just got to put yeah. in the hours or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. No, yeah. Exactly. Kate, well, no, there's a there's a point at which he is literally telling him, just ask me and I I personally will give you what you want, is like what yeah. he's saying. He gives
1: such a good speech because mm-hmm, yeah. not only does he talk yeah. about that, but he,
2: he, talk, he seems to be
1: obviously the only person who gets it and he seems to get it in a way that not even Kate gets it where he talks about the organization, right, as such and – why it must be this way and it's basically to preserve the organization and the organization's <laughs> desires and abilities and like you know above all the continued existence of the organization and how it's essential it's an essential characteristic of the organization that it be incomprehensible impenetrable you know and uh you know unclear to both those who occupy it and those who seek to get within it And then he says, but, you know, every once in a while, and then he describes the exact situation that Kay is in right now, speaking to him. And yeah, he's like, I will, you know, he's basically saying, yeah, he's like, I'll disrupt the whole organization. I will defy, you know, these laws and characteristics. Because I could not bear
3: to deny you your request right now, or something like this. And yeah, I, he says the word opportunities, and one must be like ready to take yeah. the opportunities. They like they come about once, and you know, once and whenever, you know. Well, it's true? Yeah, so but true because he's received seen, yeah. nothing seen, no. but opportunities. That he just
1: conti- right. Like the whole first half of the movie is him getting at the time they don't seem like opportunities, but later in the movie seem like extremely luxury opportunities that he just kept turning down. And ruining in order right, to be close to the castle in pursuit of then, yeah, only to yeah. later realize, you know, I'm homeless.
2: Yeah, the the um Yeah, I just thought I thought I felt like that moment was one of the few moments where I really felt like um I was more closely relating to Kay and not just watching Kay you know cuz i can be like oh so true that's so literally me or whatever but it would be through like after one level of abstraction you know versus this it was like i was actually fatigued watching the film you know i was like this is so cycl- cyclical and the same thing over and over again and now this is going on for so and then yeah i felt like that was one of the few moments where like it really like kind of punched through and got me which um yeah yeah and and I was going to say I thought something was wrong with me or that I was like just tired when they were in the schoolhouse and you have that really emotional insane scene between Frida and Kay and I was like not that like being emotionally pulled or or pushed or whatever because like the acting is obviously so good and stuff but I just found it mostly like the rest of the film just really weirdly distant and like alienating and I thought something was wrong with me and I felt like this moment kind of showed, I don't know. I, I, I felt like, because before I was like, I thought something was wrong with me. And then this moment with the, the guy and feeling fatigued and stuff that this scene showed that it was like more probably more intentionally. So, or something, um, I don't know, it had something more to do with the structure of the film than,
3: than not. Uh, I want to say kudos to Hanukkah because the sleeping moment was, like, so well done. I think it's so natural to, like, be falling, as you know, kind of tired. Like, oh, my God, so much is going on. And, like, there's something pretty cool that you're watching the whole movie in one sitting, so you're able to really make, like, try to lull that viewer into that state such that they empathize with him versus mm-hmm. reading it's like if you put the novel down and then pick it up in the middle of a sunny day while you're in a library you know and you're and you begin at that point because that's where you stopped the yet you know last time you read you wouldn't have that same guaranteed um like uh, empathy of like sleepiness you know Yeah. like yeah. there's something about the fact that you have to endure this with Kay for the two hours mm. that's pretty cool and is like unique to a movie setting um okay what well, I, yeah on a craft say? note I mean he perfectly
1: primes you for this by exhausting you um like most yeah. of the film keeps a very steady pace separated by like black chapter gaps which I love um and we've yeah. seen before um, but he seems to me super clearly exhausts you in the previous scene by having, you know, one of the longest takes I've ever seen in a movie. I mean, that yeah, hallway, that so the hallway funny. scene yeah. from him noticing Frida to returning to the room and not being able to choose the right door is all one take. Everything with him and Frida in that hallway, is one cut, one cut. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, is all one cut. And uh I
2: mean it, no no no, <laughs> no 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 I'm saying there no, is one there take it is what is it is one take but it is not one unbroken take there is a reverse shot showing the empty hallway
1: At what point
2: after yeah. he's talked to Frida Okay but, I just mean
1: the Frida thing then that Frida thing is like Frida thing is like 8 minutes long Yeah and it's yeah. all one thing and it's exhausting <laughs> so impressive. And too. uh and like you you've lost all the steady tempo from previously and I think this is like intentionally to like really tire the viewer
2: and, out. And yeah, and it's also I mean at least for me, I I was already so like I mean I I didn't want him to be with Frida, you know, really. I wanted I wanted him to just do literally anything else, you know, just like get I mean the whole time you're like just get out, you know. Yeah. But then but he and so and so when he's just like back at it with because like there was a sense of like obviously i'm like oh man like i feel bad like he seems to actually like kind of like frida and stuff and but i felt a sense of relief when it was told to him that it's over and i thought there was going to be a final argument and that was going to be it but then the final argument consists of not just exploding at each other <laughs> in some kind of reconciliation. It's like a we're back together again and then we're or like I'm going to ignore and you not. and then slowly yeah. and then we're back together again and then we're not and then we're going to have this other conference. And it's just like it's so much more up and down and over here and over there that it's like the, the scene really is not just structured in length to be exhausting but it's like content yeah. is just so like yeah. you're just so sick of it.
3: Yeah, so, so, like, that's kudos to Kafka. And then, yeah. But I do want to say uh, a car- an interesting thought I just had about Frida, like, to contrast Kay versus Frida. Obviously, Kay is in pursuit of the castle. He He's, like, chasing towards it, you know, constantly in pursuit of. Frida's not... In terms of her motivation, yeah, sure, she wants to be around the phallus and, like, climb, I guess, but... Really, it's not like she's climbing towards the castle. It feels like she's running further away from hell. Like, she, she's always in this pathologically, like, <laughs> you know, like, just fucking, just tell me, like, let's, so let's get away. I'm fucking, the life is, you don't get it. Life's gotta yeah, fucking yeah. be insane. Oh, God, you can't do this. We're fucked. You know, like, any time she's on screen, and that's why they say over the top, but it's like, that's clearly the point of her character, is to just be, like, insane about this shit. But... I mean it's with relatively good reason because Kay just keeps ending up in a more and more fucked position, you know? But uh but yeah, and then and then her, her so the idea for her to run away from clam and be with Kay, I think shouldn't be framed in in the sense that she's chasing the castle per se, but trying to get even further away from hell. So she wants to climb not for pursuit of a thing, but for fear of the thing that lies under it, you know? Which I think is like an interesting distinction between both of their motives for climbing, because I think they do have interest in climbing, but it's just different. And also, Mm. and then also one other interesting thing: what made me lose, you know, what makes one lose respect for K immediately is like, dude, when he treats the assistants like kind of poorly at first, it's like, yeah, they're kind of dunces, but it's like you're gonna call them the same name, like you're literally just part of the system you hate, like you're you're kind of a scumbag for that one dude like and he like keeps pushing him out in the cold and it's like yeah i guess they're kind of annoying but you're not exactly a good manager either you know this is you know i don't know uh he's he doesn't seem like he's competent it's not like he's a competent man who's being pushed down by the system no he's he's relatively incompetent too you know yeah yeah which is uh good i think that's much more fair and and correct yeah things
2: I think, but I think he also, I think his incompetence comes from, um, or seems to come from like a lot of the motivation behind it about, behind like this treating of the assistances, like saying, I'm going to refer to you as one person, and all this stuff is that he is just like wholesale rejecting any, any aspect of the bureaucratic system. You know, he's like, these aren't my assistants, like. You're, you're, like I, I just don't even want to deal with it. Like it's just not like instead of like trying to like he he's just totally rejecting like the new frame that he's living in. Which yeah, which I then think, makes it makes it like mm-hmm. because he is it makes it so he's totally incompetent within the frame he's living in.
3: Yeah, I think I think that's actually really interesting because yeah. I can understand why uh you say he's rejecting it and I agree. But what's funny is that that subtends the system itself. Like he becomes yeah just as ridiculous and managerial by trying to resist it it's like there's no getting out of it you know um because yeah. because he seems to just yeah he he like places himself in the role of the bureaucratic thing that's like saying no to these assistants without a warranted reason you know and they're just here by happenstance anyways you know it's like they didn't choose to be his assistant but yet they're being shoved into the cold so it's like you know and 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 his whole climb towards the castle like the rejection of the bureaucracy yes but he also just wants to climb it. You know, he just wants to be at the top. So it's, I don't think it's like he has these like uh, revolutionary ideas of I'm just going to, I'm going to shove away the bureaucracy and then like change it or something like that. But no, it's like, he's like, I'm going to try and operate in it and and also not follow its rules, which is like the worst case scenario, you know? Yeah, it's
2: like, it's not, it's not like he's like, yeah yeah it's not some like revolutionary thought like this is all this is all bullshit like in some kind of unselfish way but just like this is all bullshit for me and like shouldn't be a problem for me or something like Mm -hmm.
3: that yeah there's something egotistical about it something Mm -hmm. like he he feels exceptional and how he waves around his i'm the land surveyor and stuff and it's like yes you're the land surveyor so i'm on your side in terms of you you deserve you know I guess a place to stay or whatever you know it's not your fault you got sent here, but also he waves it around like it's his own little phallus you know he's waving around his little his little pp which is so, showing it to people. I mean you know? it's so
2: appropriate because it's not a uh, it's not a real job. Yeah, like well, he's, not even, yeah, he's not even supposed he's to, not even supposed to be there. He's not even supposed to be there.
1: Yeah, I wanted to point yeah, out that, that like, yeah you start out he literally says to Frida like with respect to the castle and the system he's like I'm gonna fight it. Right. And then in the end, it's sort of yeah. strongly suggested that, like, right, he, pretty much everyone in that town is just like him. Right. Like, it's not, like, mm-hmm. in the beginning, you think that it's a normal guy in a place of weirdos who all know something he doesn't. Uh, when in actuality, like, right, they're all, he is, you know, just another loser who wants to be in the castle he's gonna get used by someone like him you know oh come with me i got a job for you right trying to use him to get you know. yeah. and then um i like the land surveyor thing because like it is essentially what his like mission like right he shows up and spends most of the time trying to figure out what the hell's going on in this place right like he's trying right. to he's it's- just surveying the right the castle right uh mm-hmm. but right it's not a real job he hasn't done any surveying and ultimately he, like, like he, he thinks that he is gaining a better understanding by the end, right? Like, when the guy wants, he's like, oh, I've got a job for you. And he's like, oh, well, you just want me because you think I can help you with whatever the guy's name is, you know? Uh, which is pretty funny because, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't even say anything to him. Um, like, or Kay doesn't say anything to the guy. The guy just says, like, a bunch of crap to Kay. Um, anyway, you get some feeling like Kay thinks that he is getting a grip on things, right? But all he actually is is like um, just uh, becoming used to not understanding yeah. what is going on.
3: Yeah, and I think I think in that same point about the him being a land surveyor is so cool. When I noticed when when they say uh, um, we haven't needed a land surveyor for forever, the system has been laid out, the land's been perfectly drawn up and boxed and squared, yeah. and, <laughs> and everyone knows where everyone is. And you're coming over here, you know. It's such a perfect, like not for the uh for the uh like K N O T like not for the analogy to take place at because it's like, it's like it really is like he's just you know you're just a man born into modernity you know like you're just you 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 can't you can't hope to have a role in shaping things because they're just given to you like you're just in, you just did yeah. you know the the, mm-hmm. the social system's already there you know you can't I don't know there's no. There's no, like, plowing through it or anything like that. And and your occupation doesn't really matter. You're just going to... I don't know. The fact that his occupation literally doesn't matter, and the reason it doesn't matter is not because they don't want one, but because the land has already been drawn up for forever. Like, they've already decided where all the land is and who owns what and where it belongs to. I thought that was a really interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Too
1: young to... or Born too late to explore the continent. Born too early to explore the stars. Born just in time to uh, browse, to browse watch, and have a eat, podcast. Eat McDonald's. Yeah, and- just in time to eat McDonald's at a decent price. But, you know, inflation's yeah. going to get crazy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's that our kids love to deal with. Um, I was going to say something about Frida earlier, Stephen, when you were talking about her motivation. Um, yeah. I was going to say something about the... Um. In, in, yeah, her desperateness. Um, well, first of all, she seems to be much more in touch with what's at stake than, than yeah. him. Which, like, at first, you're like, okay, this right. this chick needs to calm down, like, stop doing right that, the way, and, then, and then, and then,
1: like, or her, her main, her name means peaceful.
2: Does it? <laughs> does it actually? Yeah. Have- that is funny, but yeah, yeah, but then you, I mean, you slowly come to realize, like, okay, like, he should have been listening to her, like, all along, um, or at least, like, taking her more seriously, you know, but then, yeah, yeah. but so that that's one thing, but the other thing that I was going to say is that, um, oh, her, her clinging to him and being so horrified that he's going to hate her or leave her or anything like that i think is interesting because not just because it is like consistent with her probably like f- feeling the need to just cling on to anything that she has left you know so that she doesn't just yeah. fall into the tundra you know but um mm. but also because um her previous connection you know her previous like uh uh anchor is clam who she's only his mistress and she like works this like awful job you know which is supposedly like a pretty good job in the thing but
3: kind of she seems kind of happy
2: i mean yeah yeah, she i mean she seems kind of happy but i think that it seems it seems to me that like her uh yeah yeah that that i mean that the the her the way in which she treats k is probably it seems like consistent with like how sh- her relationship probably was with like Clem or whatever as being like not like a real significant other or something and only right. being there to like satisfy yeah. some sexual need or something like that of Clems yeah. and then like and now she's treating k in the same way in some regard
1: I think it's strongly implied that she has never actually met Klom. Um, really? Yeah, the younger the younger girl talks about how Frida just lied about um, being uh, Klom's mistress because, oh. because she's older and doesn't have a husband. And thought that by saying that, uh, she could get Kay to lust after her, which Frida more or less... Admits to have knowing ahead of time. Like she talks about how, uh, like she saw right through Kay and knew that that he would get with her because of that. But the younger mm, girls, okay. like the younger girls, like uh, basically says that she's lying, and also sort of implies that no one has ever met mm
2: Hmm. Okay. Forget everything I just said though, because because okay, I probably forget. That. I mean, in, unless the girl is lying, but like. I don't know I think it's probably actually it's probably more
3: interesting if no one's ever met Quam. and like uh there there is something really weird though about the younger the, the new replacement uh tavern woman that she comes from a relatively noble family or something I don't know if it's from the castle is she from the no. castle I forget right so she's not from the castle but this job is seen as an inconvenience on her you know she sees it no, that way no kind of yeah, yeah. No, no, no. She she a she, she's stoked she's that
2: she, she's, so, yeah, she's so no, she, excited she wants, that she's not I thought, a chamber She
3: talks pot. about running away and wants to bring him with her, with all of her girls somewhere. Oh, no, yeah, yeah no, no, but no, no, it's because she,
1: she got the position, which she said was... She said that Kay arriving was the best thing that ever happened to her in her whole life because it got Frida out of the barroom and she got put in Dude. the barroom. But then, now that Frida's coming back, she has to go in back into the to be or whatever they're called i forget the, she's a, chamber, she's a chambermaid. chambermaid and then she's like yeah you should come with us you know we'll treat you right i don't know what that was all about but
2: i think well i think that was about i think that Seems was about nice she's food. doing what frida or initially did or whatever or mm-hmm. what she's claiming frida initially did it by like tricking him into because 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 he's still probably a step up in the in the in the ladder than being the barmaid
1: I don't know. Um, uh,
2: or maybe he is. I don't know. He
1: should have taken the deal. It sounds like she was offering, like, gigasuck from, like, a bunch of girls.
0: Yeah, that's what it seemed like to me.
2: <laughs> well, no, 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 no. But then he gets... But then he gets... He, he, like, maybe was going to. And then he gets... Ripped away. And then he gets... Yeah, yeah. and then he, oh, gets, yeah. And he gets pulled away. Yeah. Yeah,
3: but... And that's the end of the movie. But the... Yeah, to a dream of the castle again. A guy who's, like, purporting, to like, to say there's something to do. Yeah. That can help him work towards yeah, yeah. the abstract Which,
2: yeah. yeah, I... I dude I I love that scene with the with the younger girl like I thought that was so awesome like I feel like the whole like her trying to seduce him yeah. and then he like and then he just totally I don't know Rips he he apart. just but he's yeah, like her part Yeah but, but yeah but he's actually cringe and then and then he gets yeah. offered and then it's like it's like after he already is like ruining just another opportunity you know like he's just ruining it again then she uh, she still offers it to him yeah like she sweet she even sweetens the deal and then he still leaves and it's like well, he's like about to take it yeah and then someone just rips yeah he's him like away. about to take it and it's yeah and then it is so aggravating um but yeah yeah i can't believe you wanted to climb in like that carriage like this man dude t- try to tell me you didn't want to climb in that carriage i did with him i Dude, yeah. tell
3: me you didn't get super nervous when he spilled the I did. cognac. Oh, yeah, the I was
2: pretty nervous.
1: I liked, that was, I liked, I can't believe how stupid yeah, K so, was when the, I thought it was like a fun moment where he's sitting there and, um, and the carriage driver says, I can't remember the exact language, which is kind of the whole point of what I want to talk about, but he says something like, you know, it could be a long while right and then yeah. Kay says huh till what and he says till you leave right and then the narrator says k didn't understand what he meant but how do he not mm-hmm. understand what he meant what an idiot you know
2: like wait i'm confused i don't I understand re- what he meant wait, so, so he no, so he, we, I, I get yeah, it k, k is bit, sitting yeah. there
1: waiting mm-hmm. outside the door for klom right because the, oh,
2: the driver thinks he's Clom? No no no. Well, no, 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 no. no, no. He's no, no.
1: sitting out the door waiting for Clom to come out. The carriage driver knows that Kay is waiting for Clom. Carriage driver says, it could be a long time. In parentheses, till Clom arrives. Kay says, huh? Till what? And the carriage driver says, till you leave. Implying that so long as you sit there, Clom will not come out. Right. And. Oh. Uh, uh- and uh, it just was amazing that uh, I don't get why the carriage driver, I feel when watching it that the carriage driver offered him some cognac, knowing that something you know bad would happen or something. It just seems like, uh, I like the, you know, there's part of the vibe, I like the vibe of like in general, everybody knows everything except for the protagonist.
3: Well, kind of, except, so it, it is weird though, because uh, the protagonist K just doesn't even fulfill the, the fucking driver's wish driver's with yeah, like the sure, driver says yeah. have a sip and then pass it to me instead of says then the narrator kicks in and says like okay couldn't resist just sitting in the fucking yeah. cab you know <laughs> yeah. it's like instead of forging a positive <laughs> connection with anyone like i it would you know it'd be cool if like he's talking to this driver and the driver fills him in on some details yeah, that the driver's been talk. to the castle but no
1: allegedly yeah, right yeah no and
3: it's, it's, it's like, he could talk to the driver and be like is there any way you could take me at some point you know he yeah. doesn't like he doesn't pursue anything actively and says it just wants to be in the warmth like a cozy little you know Old like baby get yeah, out of the cold versus the baby world idiot. spills he's the idiot wine because he gets Did nervous he, he, this full, yeah. this will, he
0: oversleeps all the time. by the way cognac yeah, why is it yeah, yeah he's always he's Cause, always cause, sleeping cause dude because he's a
3: mf grinder yeah yo, it's, cla- it's like that it. boomer meme it's like it's like it's like uh, dads when they brag about waking up at 4am every day and then like it just shows a guy sleeping at like noon on the couch, <laughs> yeah. you know, because he like sat down for like a That's minute, so you know? true. And it's like yeah. they fall asleep instantly because well, yeah. they have to wake Are up. your dads so like
1: that? Oh, my dad. like Absolutely. On, on the yeah, weekend, 100%. if he, like we'd always do chores and projects, but then if he sat on the couch for more than 10 minutes, he'd fall asleep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same.
4: I, I can't know. believe
1: people like these kinds of movies. I can't believe it. What do you mean? I'll what? tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you.
3: This movie had no I'll plot. I'll tell
2: you. Let me just say this one oh, thing. Let me just say this. Look, guys, please. Let me just Can tell please you Please just let tell me, you this let one me thing. Just tell you. Can I just? Can you just let me say this? I'm one look, I'm trying, trying to hear to him say, say this one. This one, thing, one I'm John, trying to listen stop.
3: to this. I'm trying to listen for once. I'm right. trying to listen. Let you open your for ears. Me. John,
0: can I just
2: John. listen to you say this one thing?
1: You can watch me say. I'm trying it too. to listen but for after once. He, after
0: he says, after he says <laughs> I'm gonna say something. <laughs> okay,
1: but I'm saying something before Brody. Okay, if the thing. Wait, I i Why don't you just just spit it out? I can't say something 1st I'm too busy. say too busy saying something. I'm trying to say one thing. We just spit spit out, one Okay, this movie, which really doesn't... See, it, it, it's so weird totally whether or not weirded. I'm talking about the movie <laughs> or I'm talking about the book, but does not succeed in some type of classic marriage between, like, allegory slash parable and narrative. Because, generally speaking, except for various acute moments, like you mentioned earlier, I basically don't feel connected to the character... And I feel much more like I'm watching him, much more than I am, you know, engaged in a story or with a character and things like this. And this is, Mm -hmm. I think, in contrast to other, you know, greatest movies of all time, you know, House of Jackets and stuff like this. But uh, even The Trial, which, (laughs) even The Trial, which, you know, we obviously can't talk about, but I think The Trial, for you Rubes at Home, another Kafka book, the better Kafka book, the best Kafka book, Actually, Metamorphosis is probably the best, but... Anyway, the trial, I think, probably does a better job, and this has piqued my interest in seeing Orson Welles' adaptation of the trial.
4: Yes, have you, yes have to you that read huh? trial.
0: Have you read yes. the trial? Yes. No. Have you read the trial? I have not read the trial, but I've, for some reason I feel like you're lying. Steven? No, Troy has read the trial.
3: Okay. Troy has absolutely read Gadget, the trial. Dude, Steve. I... Go-go-gigit.
2: Credibility. I wish, (laughs) I wish that the, as I mentioned earlier, I felt like something was like maybe wrong with me when that schoolhouse scene was not hidden when between him and Frida, you know. There
1: was, but it had nothing to do with the movie.
3: I know, but, so,
2: but
1: there, when you were watching it, 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 there was something wrong with you. That was
3: more of a silly, like an acne thing. Okay um it now just, that now that now
2: that now that we've got that out of the way now that i understand what was wrong with me um but, boils yeah i <laughs> um yeah i thought i just i wished so bad that that was like just slapping the way that like um the way that like the suffering and like um funny games hits you know like when when he gets like hit with the golf club you know it was or wasn't like i wish that it was yeah. hidden like that like because like you know like, like you know what you would identify with the funny games characters yeah 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 and so i just i just i yeah i wish that yeah i wish that because if that scene if scenes like that like if they were really hidden then i i don't know yeah i would have i would have liked the movie way more <laughs>
3: <laughs> both good both good the, what? the look this movie look this movie what are you just, saying i know both? i know you, i'm kidding i'm kidding this movie this, <laughs> this movie, movie, movie there's a reason to like you know i, I don't i don't think we should uh Troy, the same comment that was Troy was making, the same comment that John's making is like there's this marriage of narrative and story and like identification with the character or the situation isn't as strong as it as it could be emotionally. Like uh, you don't have as much like of an emotional attachment, and it feels very, very much like we're watching K. I think you know that's the point. Yeah. You know, like let's give it the benefit yeah. of the doubt. And this movie accomplishes boredom and confusion. Not not just confusion. It's not like nightmare fuel confusion. It's like gross boredom that at first is funny but gets so dull and like i don't know like i don't think and like even to the point where like so you're saying like the emotional scene didn't hit you it's like i'm glad it didn't hit you What like if it hit you (laughs) that, (laughs) that that scene should not that scene like it would it would be too it'd be too interesting like it'd be too uh like immersive and awesome like the point is for it to just Drag, just drag on. Okay, no, yeah, it's just you know, another it. conflict. And it's just it's a high-stakes conflict. Yeah. And they're talking, and it's loud and emotional. Yeah. But, oh, my God, it's just another right. issue. It's just another issue. And I think that's part of the point. Yeah, of cor-
1: Not to mean, mean, of course, but, of course, right? like I'm on board with this. And I think that this film is an incredible, you know, <laughs> testament to Hanukkah's craft. And just, uh, you know, you know, an unbelievable port.
3: uh no, well, I think the no, book is. I think, is good I think for it's. That reason I mean, too. I get
1: it's a whole different type of movie, right? It's like someone who has, you know, beer and soda, and is like, oh, you know, this beer is bitter, you know, soda sweet, you know, I like soda, right? It's like no, right? Like, beer exists within that bitter frame, right? And then, right, you you evaluate it within that frame. You know, like it doesn't make sense to compare yeah. to soda; they're different things. Yeah, uh, I think that's fair, but I think it's also fair to be like. At the same time, I don't enjoy this uh, nearly as much as more narrative based films. And I don't think you don't, that. You totally enjoy a, fair
4: as much as soda. No, totally a fair point. No, totally a
3: fair point. Actually, well, that I don't claim, drink. I don't, so, drink, so, you, so, I don't know. So, so that claim is I don't know, totally so. reasonable. But, like, it's just, I think uh, to say, like, I wish about this movie. Is like kind of weird, like to no, wish I don't for wish. like that emotional scene to hit. I don't think instance. John was wishing. No, no, this is response more. I than thought John. he was yeah, saying he, was I, saying I, he th- thought I, something I, was wrong, No, 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 no. I literally said, exactly. said,
2: I literally said, I wish that it. Hit. Oh, that's so, so trying, cringe! Trying I can't believe you said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I don't know. No, I, I no. Look, okay, I was gonna actually, I was gonna walk it back, but now I don't want to because Troy was mean about it.
3: Well, I mean, Troy's saying some gugab about I want I want a story with traditional narrative. No, I I'm not. Want, I'm not I it. want it to. I want it to make sense. I like Marvel oh movies. God. I watch. I watch <laughs> Adam Sandler comedies all the time, and they always make me laugh. So this movie must be shit. Yeah, that's, that's like what Troy right? said the whole time. That's what
0: Troy. That's what Look. just that's exactly what Troy said. Troy Look. said that that soda tastes better than beer,
2: therefore soda is better. Yeah. Okay, listen look guys look guys Wait, I, how look, many guys. things are you gonna say <laughs> i'm gonna say i'm gonna say these two things but nice. we're gonna start with one
3: no start with the second no and then okay so we're gonna start to the first. so let me just say just say this two thing let me just say this two, thing. <laughs> say this two
2: thing and then i'll say the one thing, two thing. okay say the two, two thing,
3: thing one thing okay I only have one thing to say. <laughs>
4: That's the second
2: thing? Now, now one thing. That's
3: the second thing? What's the yeah. first
4: thing? No, the first
2: thing is, look, well, guys, okay, yeah, it's true. It's cringe. I'll walk it back. It, the movie was made well, and intentionally so, the way it was, you know. <laughs> Wait, made well well? With, with being... Yeah.
3: Yeah, because <laughs> at first, at first, Frida's performance is, like, so... Like like it's it's actually like really intense and like believable and you're like, oh shit, like yeah, fucking this this bitch is yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, but, <laughs> like, to be, yeah, to but then be, but then as as yeah. that to just be her character the whole movie, it means that all well, the emotional scenes just begin to feel like they're just dragging well now, you know,
2: between her and him. Well now I'm interested in um what would you guys say is in the same category of like I guess I mean, I feel like this watching of the character is kind of inherent to like more allegorical films. Um, like, what dude, what would you put in the same category as this? Synecdoche, New York,
0: dude. Hold on a second. What the
1: hell does allegorical mean? Holy smoking Toledo! It's a story in which every element is symbolic of some real life thing. Okay, thank you. Um, I think the only thing the thing that comes to mind immediately is just Synecdoche, New York, where. Like the confusion that is imposed on the audience is meant to mirror the confusion felt
2: by the Dude, protagonist. L- literally, ex- what I was thinking. Except, was honestly,
1: thinking. even but that movie has like a way more identifiable, uh, like the, the 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 protagonist is much more sympathetic and like identifiable with than this movie. Yeah, but that is another I mean, movie yeah, it's where, it's where it is attempting to confuse alienating. you and alienate you from its environment, just as it does to the primary character
3: yeah right well so to compare for instance like the trial and the castle i think like the trial is way more like anxiety core nightmare fuel nah. than is than is the castle yeah i think so i think the whole i think the whole enjoyment one gets reading the trial is way more like intense and visceral than the castle the castle is just like this super distant feeling and couldn't it just don't don't identify better? much with him at all uh no I don't think so I think it accomplishes something like totally different like it doesn't Wait. even seek to accomplish the why same didn't,
2: thing. Why didn't Kafka finish the Castle? Do we know that? He didn't finish the trial either. Oh, He, didn't
3: finish anything. he finished. So also. He? Oh okay. Uh, I never mind. Finished, yeah, never mind. I I think he did finish. He, the they should they should have burned it. Like he and asked. He, fin- he, fin- he, he he yeah he finished lots of stories and stuff uh like short stories and stuff but uh um. I don't know. The Castle one, I don't know the answer to that. But wouldn't it be so awesome if he never intended to finish it and that the whole point was for it to go down as the unfinished novel just to tie it... Because it works so yeah, small Yeah, It does Dude, work it's the perfect. I didn't, even, yeah. I didn't even think about that. It's yeah. the perfect ending to a fucking yeah, I, roundabout nightmare shit. I, I didn't finish yeah, I it, really. he really kept
1: writing, he would have just kept writing the same... It would have just kept on going. The same thing forever.
3: Yeah, never... yeah. So this is like the ellipses, like, you know? Yeah. This is just that, ellipses, that. basically. Guys... You yeah.
2: guys, um, Kafka's metamorphosis is called a major work of literature. It is. Why? It's... Are you
4: reading what? something? What? Because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's,
3: it's what, 40 pages? If,
2: like Animal Farm, it's an allegory, an allegory of what? Scholarly answers range from pretentious Freudian to far-fetched feminist. I don't oh, get it. This is I where are the emperor's clothes?
0: He just, you just read. Uh, that's the Richard Dawkins uh, tweet. Oh, that's That is awesome. the emperor's, that's and that's awesome the emperor's and clothes? So insane. Like,
3: <laughs> it's so funny because I, I wish it was just a based joke from him. You know? Oh, wouldn't but that be so silly? He's incapable. Like, instead, instead, it's literally <laughs> one of the most stupid tweets you could make. Like, why is he even where saying this, dude? There because because there's like right, there's articles which are like freudian and then there's articles that are feminist interpretations therefore the book makes no sense and doesn't have like a place on the literary canon. I mean, has he ever it? read like an explanation for its power like you could just go read someone answer that question for you that's there's millions of papers written why I mean, it's important to, to me, without giving me, it like a skew you know I,
0: the, the worst part about it to me is like the pretentiousness like it, you can just say like well okay so this is like clearly very impactful and like say like I don't get it, and then like leave it at that and not make that cringe tweet. But instead, it's like he doesn't get it. He found some unsatisfactory answers. Therefore, it's actually bad. You know, it's like that's that's Rich, coming from the Hanukkah hater things. Roasted, Ooh. annihilated, eviscerated. But Hanukkah. Hanukkah's actually actually. <laughs> Hanukkah. I'm not.
3: I actually understand Hanukkah. That's the difference between. Hanukkah has made, piano teacher Brody stop Stop forgetting Hanukkah. Okay,
0: my my, He's ri- made my tr- what is? I, Do you feel that
2: piano teacher was a know. fluke?
0: No, I actually just hate funny games. To be honest, I was thinking about Hanukkah films today, about okay. which ones I dislike. I Dude, really now we're getting just, somewhere. Let's go. I let's really just go. dislike funny okay, games. Okay, base. To, base,
2: to that's, be honest, that's. That's actually. I don't even think that it's that bad to dislike funny games. Yeah, that's base. Base okay, take. Thank you.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Brody. For bad. For Brody. For that's a, that's a, Brody. That's a dumb. Brody, no a dumb. Brody takes them. Yeah,
2: we, yeah, we can. Bastards. We can. now leave Brody alone. It will never be mentioned again. He no longer has to reinforce that he is yeah, the. He no, no longer hates Hanukkah. You know. He no longer hates anything. Hating Hanukkah. Yeah. Because we have we have pushed him into a corner for too long. <laughs> yeah i wonder what
3: my I, scores say but i i would probably give funny games i think i would give it a lower a score now i think i probably i think i probably gave it like a point. what, do you, what do you think it is right now i am looking at your score right i'll tell you right what do you what do i think right i would now? give it what What would i give it right now i would give it a 3.4 for funny games yeah what do you think you gave it a uh, 4.0 you gave it a three. Point six. Oh my god so it's only point one lower that's actually crazy that's how consistent dude, they, i am they, let's, fucking point two. Let's, let's fucking go steven steven
2: is dude. such a good guy because he's so consistent yeah steven consistently yeah. loses these podcasts
3: what the hell i've won so nah.
0: many <laughs> Steven wins.
3: Steven yes, wins. I've won, won. I've won. won more, I've, I've won I've, more, I've, more, I've, I, I've won a more. I've won others too. No. I think I won Murmur of the Heart. I mean, maybe Beaver. So you won. You won, you won. Song to song.
1: You won. Song to song. You won. Song to song. One.
3: One. A more. You won more? We already know a more. Two. Oh no! Wait,
1: hold on. But I think you might have tied with a more. I don't even have it
0: here. Look, Stephen. What? Wait, I thought Amari got a five. You did, but some i I'm giving it. a, five. I it a I don't five. I, I don't have it written down for some reason.
3: Well, I doubt it because it was crazy that I gave it a five, by by and by. I stand by that. You, what, you tied so me so in saying that I
2: liked to this movie. You
1: did not. Just, you did not. Win the heart.
4: What's up?
1: Brody <laughs> beat you by point one. Brody.
4: And you gave your score first. I wonder if he went after me.
0: Yeah, but dude, I always like. I'm gonna tell you, I almost always have a score in my head at the start of these podcasts. I
4: just want and you to- always I, stick to it. <laughs> yeah.
3: I yeah. I basically never, except for, uh, uh seventh continent. I felt like I I had a I felt like I had an idea of what I was gonna give it going into it. What would you give it right now? <laughs> it's what's funny is I think I think after our conversation, the number went up. And what would I give yeah. it now? I'd give it a three point oh. And what I, me, I gave it 3.
2: give it a 3.6, let, let me, let me just put this out there. Oh, okay. Let me just put yeah. this one thing out there. Yeah. Um, I was reading through the comments of a YouTube video with Hanukkah. My Instagram posts. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's, and by a YouTube comment section, I meant, uh, Stephen's Instagram post comments. No, he's reading <laughs> through a YouTube comment section of an interview with Hanukkah. And, um, in the in the comments somebody said that they thought the best Hanukkah films were Amor and Seventh Continent. Let's go. <laughs> I never so I never I never seen anybody be a, so adamantly uh, like or d- just be s- put Seventh Continent in the top of Hanukkah which I thought I thought that would be I thought that would, I thought I thought Troy would like that. Yeah, I do. Seventh Cont- I, I mean yeah, I was, for me his best is
1: in no order, a more piano teacher seven continent.
2: Yeah, but oh, sorry, I thought I'd say that. But then look, the video that it was under was the video that the look. I don't want to look. Nobody, nobody scream at me when I say nobody argue. All right, we're not starting. This is not to start an argument because okay. we're not going to discuss it at all. But the uh, I barely argue on this podcast. We why would you say that, dude? Not, why I'm would you even tired. say that?
3: I'm already tired. <laughs> Um, I'm already tired. But you know
2: the you know the you know the Hanukkah quote uh, about um the oh, no. Don't oh, tell no. me you're going to talk about music oh, no. right now. No, 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 no. About, about about about, about... Uh, Schindler's List. Yeah. Okay. So, does anybody actually know what interview it's from? Yes, Round Table. It's it's with fun. a round table in which in which dick. he says that and then is immediately responded to by John Krasinski. Mhm. It's who, so cringe. It's insane. And it is so bad. The the it is so ever. bad. And it is, it's so funny. It's so funny because, like, obviously, Hanukkah, like, you see him in interviews and you're like, wow, this guy's, like, legit. Like, he's the real deal. He's so based, whatever. But then, like, but seeing him next to somebody like John Krasinski and hearing John Krasinski be forced to by the moderator to respond to him just, like, shows the. I mean, I don't know. It just Hanukkah. It just seemed so out of place in this in yeah. this room. John is whatever. particular. Who else is there's a the bunch, but
1: it's like a huge. It's like mostly directors and John. Krasinski. But like,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, John Krasinski. Yeah, a director, that's, that's right. He's that's right. The I, thing. I, yeah, but John yeah. Krasinski also probably look no diss, but also you know of all the people who could have responded, he's probably you know straight off the bat someone that you're not uh, you know you're not uh, expecting a ton from.
2: Yeah, Damn, I wish Spielberg dude. could have he, read
3: Inf- he read Infinite Jest. He read Infinite Jest. He likes David Foster Wallace, I mean, dude. That's
2: so sick. Dude. You mean David you guys, Wallace dude.
1: from corporate?
2: <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you can tell me one like, reason why I should like John Krasinski, I'll give you because he's literally you and 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 he's and- literally Pam. <laughs> that's gonna get cut out.
4: No names. <laughs> right. I got. I I got the time. Can I get a time? But this conversation stays. We'll just bleep out. Uh, we'll bleep yeah, out. and make it a loud ass. Yeah.
3: make it a loud. Okay, I as
0: long as they get the time. Yeah. Um, okay. Closing thoughts. I, I But I, you know, can I ask one Hanukkah question before closing? Yeah, concert? he won't answer, but is ha- is. Uh, <laughs> Is, is Hanukkah broadly anti-music anti-semitic he's very
3: particularly he's very particular in his anti-semitism yeah, is, is he just very, kind very, of like generally nuanced. anti-semitic or
2: does he have like a more complicated theory like... <laughs> yeah
0: um no does he just uh, uh like dislike does he just hate films? you <laughs> <laughs> fuck you man <laughs> does he just brody th- be like <laughs> literally me does he dislike music and films as a whole, or does he enjoy using this as a constraint when he's making the films? The former. Okay. The informant.
1: Matt Damon's best movie. Watch it.
0: Okay, so I dislike Funny Games, and I dislike that take. Okay, now we can do closing thoughts. Yeah, I don't I don't really...
3: I just don't resonate with that take at all. Yeah, but. I get, I get, I think I can understand the philosophy behind it, and yet I still don't resonate with it. I resonate with
2: it a little bit. Wait, Troy, you Troy, you are telling it, me Troy? when Bergman has used music that <laughs> you're like, oh, I wish he didn't. No. No, 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 I don't resonate. <laughs> I'm not. Or Trier yeah.
3: at the opening of Antichrist mm-hmm. when it's the most based and epic thing imaginable. Yeah,
1: but I, no, I wouldn't say I
0: resonate. Or when you're literally making a film mm-hmm. and you're literally...
3: No, no no no, that's no, cool. no, no. no one no, 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 actually sorry, wants sorry,
1: to sorry. know. No, Troy, please say it. Okay, yeah. Troy, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say, say I agree that I am generally negative or have negative attitudes towards music and film. Rather, I generally agree with the description of music and film given by Hanukkah. And... You know, but, you know, you can agree with a take, but maybe disagree on, like, you know, the resulting prerogative.
3: Is that right? If, you know? the, yeah, but the thing is, is that the take, yes, I, yeah, for sure. But the thing is, is that that was always the contention. like It, it was always like, of course music is this, but so is, is like the following, yeah, yeah, argument, but that's you right. know. That's why I don't, that's why I don't resonate yeah, with it. Yeah, but we, I mean, maybe one day we'll hash that out. But
1: I, I still maybe someday still we'll stand actually read Hanukkah's
2: essays instead of going off of like translated uh, interview questions. Because I feel Does like because because I feel like I feel like often when we talk Does about forward? what Hanukkah thinks, uh, we're going off of like short answers to questions mm-hmm. in verbal interviews. Though the guy actually has like written essays. Yeah, and I like I don't know. I feel like. I feel like we don't yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe if we want to have that conversation, like we should stop arguing about like what his hypothetical specific point is instead of I actually, you know, I you know actually his disagree be? more. You know You you
3: you know what his essay you know what his essays would be serious? like? Yes. Yeah. His essays his essays would literally be like uh Seventh Continent where he's like you no one can get it. No one can understand it, what? dude. No one gets it. And so you just read a paper where he basically says no one understands why this happens. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, tr- and then he'll even, make a whole essay. I, about I it. don't. I'm not. I'm not sure what Stephen's point is, but I think John. I'm literally
4: I mean, making. A joke. I'm saying I don't get yeah. the joke. I don't.
1: I don't just get the joke. Like, in, I know it's a joke. But I don't get it.
3: Uh, because because we once like talked on the Seventh Continent podcast like what his point was. There, the, yeah, the, the we were talking about like the point of Hanukkah, and then you you brought up some interview you read or something you'd read about him. And there was something about one cannot understand why a family would ever do this, you know, not to spoil Seventh Content. Well, they watch the podcast. In order. But, you know, like one cannot understand it. That's like part of the that's part of the point. Like and so all these newspaper articles would attempt to explain it, but one cannot understand this tragedy or something. So that's that's the basis. But I was making literally a non sequitur joke. But that's the basis or like the <laughs> origin of the content of the joke.
1: To, sp- to respond to John, I think we have to go one step further. I think the mistake we make is not, is not that we don't look at Hanukkah's writings. The, the mistake we make is arguing about what Hanukkah thinks.
2: You know, We should just argue about the thing. Well, no, no, no. I mean, because, no, no, no. Look, that's fine. We can talk about the movie as the movie. We don't have to talk about the movie as... Mm-hmm what Hanukkah intended or something Mm -hmm. like that or or purports to have intended or something like that but that's different than talking about what Brody just brought up as his general take on music it's like that and that's what I was responding to I was not responding to like we should Mm -hmm. figure out exactly what Hanukkah intended for his films or something like that I almost don't want to know about his more general takes. Well, even if yeah, philosophy. even if we so
1: even if we say okay, let's like forget we're not talking about the movie anymore. We're just talking about the Hanukkah.
2: Yeah. But then, you know, we're going to
1: come to some kind of, you know, ideas about what he thinks and then, you know. Well, sure. I mean, I I mean, I'm not I, I,
2: I am not that interested in I'm not like, I'm not that. Why interested. Are you so I obsessed? mean, maybe I'm interested. <laughs> I'm not that interested uh more Look, I'm I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I, I I, mean, I'm, I'm in the context of, like, it's kind of more like, I like his films, he seems like an interesting guy, I'm interested in what he thinks, but like, yeah, I mean, I guess there is some, like, I agree there is some hesitation, because I don't want it to shape the way in which I, I watch his films too much.
3: I'll send you the book. Uh, I will say, I need not contend with the idea, so long as Troy is as so long as he ranks extremely high films which employ music which i continue <laughs> as to long do, as he's yeah, giving continue to do right which you continue and to he, do so i don't even have himself. to take the take at all you know like Dude, I, don't care. So, I don't even care that is so true i'm glad sorry not to not to discredit what john said if we want to have a hanukkah cast i'm down where we just talk about ideas slash reference what he says I'm. I'm willing and, to talk and, more and, in depth eventually. And like you know, yeah, about like the music dr- thing. Drop turds on Hanukkah. I'm down. What I'll drop it, a turd on. What is them. the thing?
2: I I feel like I feel like the Hanukkah thing. Like I mean, like I don't even understand. I don't even. I don't even totally understand. Like what his point? If he's talking about like more generally speaking about like, or or if he's saying like more generally speaking about like oh like, like the Hollywood Semites. or no I sorry not more generally more particularly speaking about um, Jews. Certain kinds of films, or most films, employment of music, or something like that, as opposed to being like film should not use music, and everyone who uses because because that implies that everyone who has and everyone yeah. who will is in the wrong, which I would be yeah. extremely surprised if that was yeah his actual take. And then
0: you, I mean, because like it's it's it is super base to just be like this is like the constraint that I'm using. Here's why I'm deciding not to use it. You know, like that is that is crazy based.
3: If that was the take, I guess I don't even know if that's that based. No, but it's okay, true and powerful. Maybe it's not.
0: Okay, it's it is it is way better than broad
3: statements. I'm willing to wrap
4: this
0: up. Right. Yeah, I
3: I feel like that'd be really weird if he was just doing it because he wanted the constraints. Uh, or- people. Why not just make no, the be- why be not, bad, not just make no,
2: the best no no, no constraints no, no, no. are super why-
3: based no, no, why not just make the best movie possible and not because have constraints? You need- so you need constraints you
2: in order to make the best movie possible? Yeah, Sorry,
3: I bet Trier's movies have gotten better as constraints have been listed, lifted, and then imposed. and i I wonder if h- any of his constraints are uh, philosophical constraints or if they are because this this Hanukkah one is like a philosophical constraint
1: that's true it just
3: seems weird to enjoy films that are like uh, employing music and and respecting how like the what they add to the film and then artificially choosing not to use it versus, imposing on yourself constraints so that you have to work with creativity well, within a medium for well, like when you go out to go but, do something. But I know? think,
2: I think they do. I think, um, they consequentially do very similar things, if not the same thing, because, uh, for example, in a he's got this whole like, uh, more like rigorous philosophy about like the manipulation of the viewer, all this stuff. And how that represents itself is that he wants to do as little edits and cuts as possible, which I mean, yeah. But and then but then how this and then that may have made the film better because he has to work within these constraints and has to make things better in different ways because of these constraints. But the ending result might not be look, the film was better because I felt less manipulated because of these cuts, but it's like the film was better because there was some kind of formal constraint, you know, some kind of form that was that he was holding himself to. Yeah, well, rather yeah, than but like that's arbitrary. I mean, not to say that Trier does arbitrary constraints
3: because he doesn't but like yeah. like I, Yeah, yeah, but the, the distinction between the philosophical versus the material is important there. So like the fact that Hanukkah if if Hanukkah made a more, and he loves how it turned out, and the reason he didn't do lots of things was because of a philosophical commitment, I think that's different than setting out to have like a fit like a, a more like material commitment to like not having many cuts or something like to to not want to manipulate someone and that being the limitation versus not wanting to do many cuts period because it instills something else because it creates an emotional connection or something there's like a there's well, like a difference
2: well, okay but but i think that the the manipulation thing is probably like i mean that's like step 1 that's like the fundamental thing and then the reason how he arrives at no cuts or less cuts less edits is something that is more i mean our are, are, yeah our are other other stipulations that that are serving the more fundamental philosophical constraint, you know, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I like, I, I'm not saying that there, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't even think we necessarily disagree. I'm, um, about the, that there's a difference between the actual constraint itself and the philosophical constraint that, all I'm saying is that there's a path between them, that one is results from the other, unless it's like the cons- the material constraint is like arbitrary.
1: I have to get out of here.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: All right, John. Closing thoughts. Yeah. In order or whatever.
2: Um, movie was good. Movie was awesome. I feel less. Uh, I feel less. I feel less worried about my. Uh, my, my emotional alienation from the, from the film, because, yeah, I don't know, I mean, we talked about it, and, uh, I feel much more satisfied that the film was doing what it was supposed to be doing as I watched it, um, like, with me, or whatever, you know, and that my reactions were, um, yeah, I don't know, I, I, yeah, I just, like, I liked the, I liked the film, I thought it was great, um, Not my favorite Hanukkah, but I'm very glad the movie, I'm very glad it exists, and I'm glad that he made it, I'm glad that I watched it, and I'm glad we talked about it. My score is uh,
3: 3.4. Okay. Impressive score, John. So yeah, really I, impressed thought, that was I thought i thought you were going to give it like ai thought you going to give it like a i thought you're gonna give it like a 1.8 i thought
2: i thought you were gonna score like a one or like a point two or something by
3: the by your tone this whole podcast i thought you were gonna give it like a, <laughs> uh i'd give it let's see obviously a pretty cool movie Not my favorite movie at all. <laughs> Probably won't ever watch it again. Oh, really? H- happy I watched it. Yeah, I don't know. I got to, I, I got shit to do. <laughs> there's lots of movies
0: to watch. There's, there's lots no of movies shortage, to watch. There's no There's no shortage of movies to watch.
3: What's the What's wrong with the castle? <laughs> come on! Come on. Um, I'll give it a three point one. Um.
0: I'm also glad talking about this that I was not alone in that my general confusion about like the plot, like what's going on exactly. Although I did totally miss that one part with that guy laying in the bed. Was, uh, so that <laughs> just, that one, just over like K, head. just like K, just like K. I mean, yeah, in fact, I yeah, Brody, I roll, think
2: roll you somewhere. understood the film you even better because you, I under- you, you were so, you were so. <laughs> Closely in tune, you're so on the yeah. same wavelength synced. as K. up That is synced up that, so is actually synced up so that you missed that the point so, of the movie. That, like that him. So, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> that is so incredibly <laughs> true, but unfortunately, I'm losing so
2: far. I'm giving it a 3.0. Here comes the big guns. Troy's about to blow us all out of the water with the 4.8. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the 5. I think Troy's going to be the biggest loser.
0: That's my 2. guess. 2.8. Guest? 2.8. Yeah,
1: 2.8. I've said what I had Whoa. to say. Lowest I think it is, is the lowest. I think scoring it's Hanukkah incredible. It's not the lowest scoring Hanukkah film. It is the one that we've talked about, but. What's I don't want to lowest, bring it up because he hasn't seen lowest. it yet, so I want to let you have a chance to enjoy we're it. We're never going to see it. It's time, of the, it's time it. of the wolf. Oh, it's, Thank it's you, wolf. John. You're Thank you, John. Dude, <laughs> so bang.
2: Dude, John is like, <laughs> came <right>. through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John really I did. not I didn't
1: actually know. I I mean, there's only... There I hope you only, think uh, back on this tonight and realize that you've done wrong.
2: There are only there, <laughs> there were only two options, and I guess... I've told you I don't like it. Anyway,
1: 2.8. This movie is... You told me you like This is incredible given the uh you know the project and the general scope but if i'm just given my uh my overall score i'm not in love with it but uh but yeah
0: it is a tv film
4: it's, whoa,
1: got,
0: TV whoa, yeah, it looked, it's it, got It TV It does. That was so
2: cool. That was so cool to learn. It, anyway. it looked... Look guys, look, we can all agree that it looked bad and cheap and no. that everything... about no. okay, Oh yeah, that's, look, that's, that's look. what I meant. Yeah, that's what TV
1: means. What's more what important... There's something more cheap. important to talk about right now. And that is our <laughs> announcement Steve. that soon we will be doing a shot by shot walkthrough <laughs> of a film. <laughs> and it's going to be so awesome and i actually don't know if we've already talked about the upcoming christmas special steven did are you going to say something about that or no
3: i was going to mention also in an upcoming podcast we're going to talk about the distinction between the real you know the real in cinema <laughs> and we're going to have a long debate about what, what is the real, real is. this should be uh, a cinematographological special <laughs> but uh yeah just Christmas. a podcast that isn't yeah. about a movie. What is real? You know, that's yeah. what we need to which, do. Which, which have a talk. And which real is videos. the real?
1: Real the real. Anyway, which Christmas special this year? I know you're all still reeling from last year's special, but this year's Christmas special. Did we have one? Uh, you real weren't there. Raw? It's gonna be raw. And the this real. year's Christmas special. We're gonna be going over the uh, the complete version of Fanny and Alexander. Wait, was, was there really one that the I actual went there, version? On? The actual version. Whoa. The real version. All you wait, idiots we'll, out there we'll thinking I've, I've just seen Brody Alexander. just Payne wait, Alexander. I'm sorry. I doubt it. I bet you watched the theatrical cut. Ugh, and you're
2: probably American too.
0: I'm about. I'm looking this up, dude. Most of our, I mean, <laughs> I mean,
2: most of our most of our audience is not American.
1: Yeah thank so, god so we're we're what tired of that drunk? we're yeah we're talking again, we're drunk? talking about those
2: idiots no shout out to czech republic no 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 to the idiots who are americans shout who watch you the, thank the you for listen me. we love thank the czech, czech republic oh, to all the czech audience out there we idiot. love
1: you <laughs> also scream recent podcast there was a seven-day period where our audience was 100 percent female so uh yeah that's so guys. Sorry guys,
3: sorry that. guys. those are my different accounts, my bad. All right. Those are my alternate Does accounts. anyone else
1: have any, uh, one more, one last, let me just say
0: this, one more thing.
3: Uh, Troy did not say thank you, Steven. Yeah, I did. Did anybody else did pick it? up on oh. that? No, you didn't.
0: I believe you did, but...
3: No, you didn't say thank you, Stephen. All we right, can well, listen to it again. Like, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Stephen, willing to be proven, Stephen, wrong. I'm I'm willing me, to be proven wrong.
1: Stephen, thank you. thank you. you thank and you, And that's the end of our thank show.
3: Thank you, And thank I, hope you,
0: we, I hope we keep and saying bye thanks. Bye. And let me say this one more thing. Bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye. bye
4: bye bye, bye.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, we have just now—I've just got off the phone with the Pentagon. We have unjustifiably murdered Osama bin Laden. Unjustifiably, we have killed Osama bin Laden without first charging him of <laughs> any crime. Ladies and gentlemen, he has not stood. Dude, a trial by his peers fun fun fact his peers fun fact my
0: <laughs> very first facebook post was a plea to osama bin laden. like the was like a plea to like the government that they should have put osama bin laden in jail instead of killing him
3: are you serious yeah that's crazy dude where'd you get that idea from
0: and then i got <laughs> and then i got a it was You're like how I, old what are you 13 12? Yeah, maybe less yeah like something like that that's hilarious and then i got and then i got um a talking to via all of my parents uh saying that i probably shouldn't be posting things like that and that's also not a very smart thing to say and i <laughs> nice <laughs> i haven't posted a political thing since <laughs>